Hi, this is Amanda from the Garden State of New Jersey, and you're listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. If I go a million miles away, I'd write a letter each and every day. Cause honey, nothing, nothing can ever change this love I have for you. I wanted to do something to celebrate Women's History Month because I personally try to support some of the important women's issues from stopping domestic violence to supporting equal pay for equal work. Um, however, I am a little late because Women's History Month was in March, but I figured better late than never, right? So I've decided to ask one of my show legends to join me to discuss women's history and other hot-button topics for le- for the ladies out there. So without further ado, let me introduce her. She's a wife, an employee in corporate America, and a show legend. In the Garden State of New Jersey, please welcome Amanda to the Talk to Q radio show. Hi, Q. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time. I truly appreciate it. So, um, again, like I said, I know I'm late, but, you know, I'm going to get this in because I think it's important. So tell me, I mean, what does Women's History Month mean to you? I think it's the time to appreciate the accomplishments of women. I think sometimes you can get so far removed from a time period when women were belittled. And I mean, not to say that these things don't still occur, but the time period we're in now, men and women have more of an equal footing than ever before. Whereas, you know, there were even in our parents, grandparents, great grandparents time period where women couldn't vote or they couldn't, you know, they couldn't own land, they couldn't hold a job in corporate America, they could only be someone's secretary, they couldn't be a doctor, they could only be a nurse, you know, just things like that. So I think it's important to look at the accomplishments of women um, professionally and even at home, just the the things that, that women have been able to accomplish. Okay. All right. And so when you... Think about Women's History Month. Who do you think deserves to be mentioned? And I, it doesn't necessarily have to be anyone from, like, way back in the day, but, you know, who do you think some of the prominent names that should be mentioned with Women's History Month? Um, well, I think that uh, just as far as modern-day people that I think of, um, Hillary Clinton, Michelle Obama, um, uh, gosh, I can't think of her name. Uh, what's her name? Judge... Uh, uh, the judge that President Obama put on the Supreme Court. Um, it was uh, oh, why did I forget her name too? Uh, <laughs> the Hispanic lady, right? Yeah, is it uh, Santa Mayor? Totally Mayor, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like just people who, and and there's so many more you can go back, but those are like three people that really popped into my head. Um, I think that there are even on the entertainment level there are people such as Beyonce and the reason I say her is because I I really admire the way she's taking control of her her brand um, and the way that she does things. I don't always agree with everything she does, but I admire her as a woman. So I think that if you're talking about modern history, I think that that you can you can appreciate the people who you're seeing every day that, you know, 20, 30 years from now people are going to talk about the way that we talk about uh 
you know, Maya Angelou or Aretha Franklin or Shirley Chisholm. It's, it's people that are doing things now that, you know, 20, 30 years down the line, people will be in awe of. Okay. Well, um, you know, Black History Month is very popular. You'll see commercials on TV during the month of February um, talking about Black History Month. But how can something as important as Women's History Month gain traction and continue to be celebrated by generations to come? I think it's something that you have to, just like with black history, it wasn't something that was always prominent. It was just more so, you know, I think when you when you um, are an advocate, advocate for it and you actually put it out there and say, hey, this is important, people have to take heed to that and actually say, okay, you know, we want this uh, demographic. So we're going to, you know, as a, as a corporate sponsor we're, or a corp, corporate America, we're going to sponsor this and say, you know, this is brought to you by, you know, black history or, you know, women's history or whatever. Right. So you have to actually, you have to act like you care about it, first of all. If you don't care about it, if I don't care about it as a woman, then what makes this huge corporation say, hey, we're going to actually, you know, we're going to care about it. If I don't care about mm-hmm. it, they're not going to care about it. Mm, that's true. That's true. All right, so, I mean, we always look to celebrities and athletes to be role models. Um, While we ignore people in our cities, communities, or even in our households, what are some of the challenges that you have um, had to overcome as a black woman in America that someone may look at um, you as a role model because you overcame this particular challenge? Well, for me, it's just I try to, you know, we we all get down and, you know, kind of feel like we're uh, it, not being treated fairly. Um, there was a time when I was up for a position along with um, with three other, uh, three male candidates. Two of them were Caucasian. One of them was African-American. And at the end of the day, the two Caucasian males ended up getting the position. Now, I could have said, was it because I'm black? Was it because I'm a woman? I felt like I didn't have a fair chance to actually um, show what I could do. But then I could turn around on myself and say, you know, maybe I didn't take advantage of the time I had to do what I could have done. I could have done better in a shorter time period. So, you know, you can always say, say, well, if they had done, but I can't control anybody else. I can only control myself. So I use it as a learning experience to say, you know what, next time, I don't care if I only have 10 minutes. I'm going to make the best of those 10 minutes. Wow, that's a very um, good way of looking at it. A lot of people don't want to take accountability for themselves. They always want to point the finger. Um, but Olivia Pope once famously said, you got to work twice as hard to get half of what they got. So, all right. Well, what what is the legacy you want to leave behind as a lady in the workforce in America or just as a black woman? I mean, what if you if it's your 80th birthday party and people are around celebrating? What would you want for them to say about you? I would want people to say that I'm unique and that I'm a genuine person. Um, I a lot of things that I like and that I do, people, you know, you can look at somebody and say, oh, I think she would like, or you know, people tend to stereotype based on your gender, based on your appearance, based on your uh, your race. And for me, I've always, I've always just tried to be true to myself. Whatever I like, you know, everybody else my age or, you know, 
may not like what I like, but I'm true to myself. So I would like to always be known for being a person who could be relied upon and honest and dependable. But I really, as far as me personally, I like for people to, I like to be able to show people that you can be different. There's nothing wrong with being different. Be true to yourself and like what you like. You don't have to like what everybody else likes, and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. All right. We're going to shift gears for a second. A couple more questions, and we'll get you out of here. I want to shift gears to politics and talk about women in politics. And uh, do you think the United States will be ready to elect a woman president in 2016? That's a good question. I was actually um, talking about that this morning. Um, with my husband just saying, you know, we, you, you just don't know. You know, he's he's feeling like that some of the some of the men, especially in the southern states, won't be ready. But I think we felt the same way about uh, electing a, a president that has, uh, you know, an African American background. Mm-hmm. You would think that okay, there's no way they're going to allow this to happen, and I'm sure they tried, but. There's there's so many people that are open-minded and say, you know what, we're going to give this man a chance because we like his politics. And I feel like it'll be the same way with a woman, whether it's Hillary Clinton or if it's somebody else at some point in the future, I believe that it will be based upon her merit and what she stands for, not because she's a woman. So, you know, I'm, of course there will be people who just will close off the, the total idea of electing a woman just because of that but you know for all the ignorant people out there you have so many more people who are you know they they believe in treating someone fairly and it being based on that person not you know just because they're man woman black or white so i think that we've come far enough as a country that that's a very realistic possibility i hope so I mean, but every time I I read the news, it seems like it's some idiot that's taking us back, taking us backwards ten years. But I don't know. Hopefully, we have enough people in the world like that. So, what will it take for women of all races here in the United States to, um, I guess, make it to the next level of equality? And, and, and what exactly is that next level? What What do you think will make people say, you know, what women have finally made it? I think people will say women have finally made it when women I think I think right now we're in a we're in a point where you have so many women who are excelling, they're going to school, they're you know, they're working, they're raising their families, they're doing so many different things. But you still have women who are holding back um themselves, their families by not even trying to put the effort. It's like you have this this group of people who are far exceeding the expectation, and you have some who are just barely getting by and trying to live off of other people. So I think that when you have less of the, I guess I'll use the word bottom feeders, and I don't mean any harm, but I think we all know <laughs> there are some people out there who they they all they want to do, as far as they want to go, is go to the mailbox and collect the check. They don't yeah. want to actually put in the effort to go to work. They don't care about going back and getting any type of education. They don't care about um, even participating in their child's school. You know, they all they want to do is just get by. And I think that when we have less of those people, then we can, as women, 
we can uh, we can definitely say that we've made it somewhere because whenever you talk about women or even any minority, especially black people or women in general, you always have those naysayers who will say, well, yeah, you have this woman who's doing that, but you have 10 over here who, you know, are just trying to collect a check or they're trying to beat the system. So I think when you have less examples of that, people have to say, well, yeah, you know what, I'm starting to notice that there's a lot less of this. So I think that we have to keep moving in the right direction and uplifting each other instead of trying to put each other down, try to motivate each other to just move in the positive direction. And everybody's not going to want to be, you know, the uh, a president of the United States. That's That's not what it's about. You want the opportunity that if that's what you want. I think everybody should just be aiming for being their best self. Wow, that sounds great. Well, 2020, you have my vote. Um, <laughs> where can people find you, Amanda? They can find me on Twitter at on Twitter at Shine Sparkle. Uh, that's S H I N E S P A R K L E. Okay, at Shine Sparkle. My thanks to Amanda for joining this Q on One edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. Go to talktoq.com for more information on the show and how you can be a guest. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. From the Enigma series comes the contemporary romantic trilogy by author Truth Devour. Wanton, the winner of the L.A. Book Festival Romance category, is the first book in the trilogy that will get your heart pumping from the start. This is no ordinary love story. Its depth of range eloquently transitions moods from sexually electrifying to nostalgic to existential. An unforgettable journey which will leave you pleasurably aching for more. If it feels so good loving the wrong person, imagine how wonderful it's going to be when you love the right one. Now is your time. Truth Devour. www.truthdevour.com